Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is October 20th of 2023, and we're celebrating Friday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. If you're in the United States, because yesterday was the obligatory memorial of Saints Isaac Jogues, John de Brebeuf, and their companions, all martyrs, the North American martyrs, then today you have the option of celebrating St. Paul of the Cross, priest and founder of the Passionist Religious Order, the religious order dedicated to maintaining the memory of Christ's passion and death. They're known as the Congregation of the Passion. And we see that uh, dedication lived out in the lives of the many saints that are part of that order. Among the holy and saintly Passionists, we have St. Gabriel Pacenti, St. Vincent Strambi, St. Gemma Golgani associated with that order, and also the blessed Passionist martyrs of Damiel in Spain, just to name a few. Today's Gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 12, verses 1 through 7. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they began that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Beware of the leaven, that is, the hypocrisy, of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be made known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. And what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. In today's Gospel, Jesus continues to speak against the Pharisees, but this time his words are meant only for his disciples. At one point, the discussion shifts to speak of fear, and Jesus' words seem rather surprising. He says, I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one whom, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. The Greek osia, the word for power, could also be translated as authority or moral authority or privilege. And it's clear that it's not our persecutors, or even the devil, who has the authority to cast us into hell. No, as St. Ambrose makes clear, he says, God alone is to be feared, whose power nature cannot contain, but is herself subject to him. Yet Jesus immediately follows it by adding, Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Here we see rather clearly the distinction between two sorts of fear. Right, The first, a servile fear, is the sort of fear we have of offending God because we dread his punishment. We don't want to get sent down into the fiery abyss. And often when we set out on our spiritual journeys, this is the first experience we have of God. As the Catechism tells us, it's it's a real possibility that we could remain separated from God forever by our own free choice. This state of definitive self-exclusion from communion with God and the blessed is called hell. Yet Jesus, fortunately, doesn't leave things there. He presents a second sort of fear, filial fear 
which means to a fear offending God in the same way a child fears offending his father or his mother. In other words, the child doesn't offend his parents not just to avoid punishment, but rather because he loves them. And it pains him to see them hurt by his offensive actions. Such a fear is based on love. And we can pass to this sort of fear when we come to understand just how much God loves us and that he wants the best for us. God wants us to get to heaven. He doesn't want us to go to hell. Now, God's love and care for us is seen in a beautiful detail. When Matthew reports this saying of Jesus, he writes, Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Right? That's Matthew's saying, right? That small coin is the asarion, worth about one-tenth of a drachma. Now, there's some debate about how much a drachma was worth, but scholars think it would probably be about 17 cents in our day, right? So if two sparrows are sold for one-tenth of that, we're talking about, uh, yeah, not even two cents, probably, per sparrow. But notice, though, that Luke records the saying differently, as are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Mm -hmm. So, again, Matthew says two for one, and Luke says five for two, right? Now, the probable reason for this, biblical scholars say, is that these were probably actual market prices. To encourage people to buy sparrows, which aren't even worth 10 cents apiece, there would be a bargain. Buy four, get one free. Even that fifth sparrow, which has no monetary value whatsoever, that's just extra, just thrown in there as part of the bargain, even that one, which has no value in the eyes of the world, does not escape the notice of God, or is not forgotten. Now that word forgotten in Greek is very, it's a epilathanolomai. And it emphasizes not just like the mental aspect, like, okay, I remember, right? But rather the effects that follow from it, Right? God doesn't forget us. On the contrary, our lives are marked constantly by his providence, which is the most constant and concrete expression of his love. He knows what we need, and so he provides it so we can get to heaven. So today then, let's ask for the grace, through the intercession of Mary, our mother, to grow in our understanding of God's loving concern for us as his children, and thus we'll be able to love and to fear him as we ought. 